God is for us. There are so many wonderful blessings and promises given to us in God's Word. Romans 8 shares with us some of these blessings in our relationship with Jesus Christ. We have the privilege of the Holy Spirit indwelling our lives. Chapter 8 talks about living a victorious life as we walk according to the Spirit rather than walking according to the flesh. A key verse in this chapter is verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. God always has a purpose, and he has a purpose for our life. God's purpose is that we would come into a relationship with him through Jesus Christ and discover the blessing of loving him with all of our heart. Paul says there is a process of God accomplishing that purpose in our lives. It begins with the fact that God foreknew us. Here is a demonstration of the mind and wisdom of God. He knew long before the world was ever called into being that we would be here and we would choose to serve and follow him. The progression of our relationship with God is that God predestinated us. Predestination deals with those who are believers. God has selected beforehand that goal that we would be conformed to the character of Christ. Knowing that we are predestined, we also realize that we have been called. The Holy Spirit is in our lives drawing us to the Father. Then God justifies us. That means he renders us valuable in his sight. We are forgiven, cleansed, and given a position before God of being loved and accepted by him. And finally, we see the progress in that we are glorified. We think of glorification as something in the future, but God has already begun the process in us. God is making us more like him. It will be completed on the day that we are revealed as the sons of God. Those whom God justified, he also glorified. It is then that Paul asks this important question. What shall we say to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? God has done everything for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us, redeemed us, he saved us, he called us, he justified us. If we change that small word, if, to the word because, it is clearer that what God has done for us and is doing for us. We could read it this way, because God is for us, who can be against us? When we believe that truth and we apply it personally to our lives, we overcome. God loved you and he gave himself for you. Therefore, because God is for us, who can stand against us? No one can stand against us. When men form a partnership, one may put in money, the other may put in experience or other assets. But when we form a partnership with God, we do it on his terms. We put up weakness and he puts in his strength. 
We put up sin and he furnishes pardon and grace. God for us is the center of our relationship with him. Perhaps the Apostle Paul was reminded of Isaiah the prophet when Isaiah said, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. He also said, The Lord of hosts is the God of his people, even a God to his people. A person can be a father of a child, but not a father to a child. A person can be a father of a child, but that is different than being a father to a child. A father to a child gives himself to the child, training, spending time with the child, leading and educating him. He is not only the father of the child, but he is the father to the child. More than what an earthly father can be to a child, God is to us. God is for us. This gives us the assurance that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you.